the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Polito. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business or enterprise. And boy, do we ever have the winning combination once again for you today. Starting with, of course, the award-winning duo, the dynamic duo from Score, award-winning volunteers. They really know their way around Score. And of course, I'm talking about Lucy Polito. How you doing, Lucy? I'm very well. How about you, Chris? Excellent, excellent. And, of course, the original award winner, Rich Jekyll. How are you doing, Rich? Ah, that's me. <laughs> How are you, Christopher? Follow your art. That's me, all right. Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is What's the Score? And, of course, that's all about score. Great organization. Uh, been around over 50 years and always full of great volunteers like Rich and like Lucy who are there to help you with whatever your business idea is at whatever stage of business that you are in. And I know you've been seeing a lot of people over the last year because we've talked about it on the show who are new business people. And, of course, that's the best time to visit SCORE. But now especially, maybe, are you beginning to see a lot of people who are not just starting out, but who have been in business that are now looking for some advice at SCORE, or has the demand been for steady for that all along as well, too, Lucy? Actually, uh, Chris, I am not doing mentorship for a little bit of time. I'm doing a couple of other things, so I haven't been uh, too close to uh, the folks that are calling in, but I understand it's going down a little bit now. So uh, maybe, I, I don't really know why, maybe Rich, I don't know if Rich has been working lately, but yeah. well, does yeah. he ever work? That's another question. Yeah. <laughs> but if he is working, maybe he knows what's happening right now. <laughs> I uh, Some people uh, call it work, but uh, actually, uh, yes, there is. I've been going in a couple times a week lately, and so... The demand for startups is still huge, still huge. That's what I primarily get. But we're starting to see a lot more of the existing businesses come in with different kind of problems. The biggest problem being, where the heck do I get people? How do I hire them? That, that I was going to ask. Are they? Right. I was going to ask if you were getting that type of uh, issue oh, showing up. Awful. Awful, and it's not. It's across the board. Everybody calling in. I'm talking about uh, restaurants and manufacturing, and there's jobs galore. And some- construction. I know uh, construction. I've had a few of those cases. Yeah. In different levels of construction too. And they're having to cut back their hours and their days open. 
because they can't get the people to staff it. Ridiculous. Now, I, what I, I'm seeing. I know. A, a friend of mine went to have dinner up in, I believe it was the Mount Dora area, uh, just north of Apopka up there anyway. And yeah. right out in front, you know, on, where they have those like sandwich board signs uh, where they like, yeah. write specials on them and stuff. Instead of the specials they had written on there, due to the fact we can't get people to come back to work, you're going to have to wait longer and please be patient and please be understanding of the servers that we do have here. And so it, it, I saw the same thing in a restaurant in Sanford. Same thing. Yep. Yep. I haven't seen that, but I did suffer the consequences <laughs> of waiting a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, actually get seated. Well, hopefully that'll turn around. Uh, the jobs numbers begin are beginning to really turn around. So hopefully that will turn around as well. But I w- had been curious about that. So uh, thanks uh, for filling us in. And see, and this is once again, ladies and gentlemen, why score is there. They're there for you, whether you're starting out the business or you're facing a brand new problem like what's going on right now. And I guarantee you, you guys at SCORE are working hard to try to help people solve this. If I'm not mistaken, you're probably figuring out somebody to come in and do a Coffee with a Leader presentation on it, maybe. Oh, you're thinking right. Yes, we are. Down the road, it's got to happen. Yep. So, but once again, SCORE is there with the mentorship program, with the advice for you. Uh, they are basically a boardroom waiting to serve you. And they also have all these great educational programs. You heard us mention the Coffee with a Leader series. That is primarily, you know, topics that are of the moment, like what we're talking about here and other things. And also they do regular seminars on more of your standard business operating practices from starting a business to expanding to closing out taxes, all that sort of thing. And once again, it's at the bargain basement, totally justified price of how much, Rich? <laughs> the big F word, man. I got to say it again, but it's free. Absolutely. Absolutely. Free. And you, you heard Rich mention that he's going into the offices now at the National Entrepreneur Center, which is located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, soon to be open again to the public, right, Lucy? Yes. Rich? Yes, correct. In fact, I think it'll be on the 9th, which is next uh, Monday. It's coming uh, up, yeah. 15th. What is it? 15th. The 9th is just trial. Oh, trial. Okay. 15th. We're going to practice on the 9th. Okay. All right. right. <laughs> uh, we'll go down. go in and practice, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we go down with some lawn chairs and sit outside and watch. But anyway, <laughs> you can, uh, you'll be able to find them in offices. Initially, they'll be limited hours. And, but they're aiming to open back regular normal business hours like it was. And once again, those limited hours initially, Rich? Are 10 to 2 and three days a week. Okay. And we'll keep you updated on that, but uh, circle that date on your calendar, June the 15th, because that's the day the National Entrepreneur Center <laughs> and SCORE is back in the offices. And, of course, you could always call them on the phone all during whatever's been going on at 407-420-4844. You can still reach them there, 407-420-4844. And please do also find them on the web at orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And please sign up for the excellent newsletter, and you will be getting alerts as to everything that's going on at SCORE. And don't forget to like us, especially Rich, on Facebook. Facebook, that score Orlando on Facebook, right, Rich? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Hey, I just wanted to uh, make sure they understood that uh, 
this is our motto, you know, is no bots. No bots. That's we right. We are all people there. Real. You come in, you're going to meet a people. Real flesh and blood. That's right. Exactly. Real flesh and blood. Okay. As I've said, SCORE has been there all along to help businesses out in our community and communities all around the country because it is a nationwide organization. The national website, by the way, is SCORE.org, SCORE.org. But they also team up with a lot of other great organizations, and we've had a lot of great people on the show, uh, and we're going to have one back today with us. He's been on the show before, but he's back today in a new capacity, you might say. So welcome back, Ted Chep, to the What's the Score show. How you been, Ted? Uh, doing great. It's always good to be with you. All right. So, uh, well, first of all, you know, we've got some new listeners since you were on the show with us last time. So just give us a, a quick, you know, sort of elevator speech, uh, who Ted Shep is. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I am, uh, as of about six weeks ago, I'm the president and CEO of Service First Bank of Central Florida, which is a division of Service First, which is based in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. It's a new name to Orlando, but certainly not to Florida. Uh, Service First is uh, has been in Tampa for the past five or six years in Pensacola. Uh, two years ago, uh, entered uh, Sarasota, and now Orlando. Um, it's a it's quite a company. It's a growth bank. Um, we've grown a billion dollars a year for the past eight years. Now we're twelve billion dollars, and that's all been done organically. We haven't made any acquisitions. So um, it's it's a bank that is very focused on commercial lending, on cash management, on card processing, um, and just the basics that that businesses need. So we'd like to say we do a handful of things extremely well. Uh, it's kind of been reflected in our stock price. I'm delighted to be a part of this bank. It's it really is a remarkable uh, commercial bank, and at a time where there aren't a whole lot of community banks left, we're bringing not only a community bank into the market, but one with some size and scale. I mean, $12 billion, um, that means we can lend 30 or 40, $50 million to any one customer. Um, so we have a lot of a lot of money to lend to small, medium-sized businesses for sure. All right. And that's Service First Bank. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you spell service, S-E-R-V-I-S, First Bank. We do. All right. And that would be we for do. for the website as well. So that's yes. S-E-R-V-I-S-F-I-R-S-T, Service First Bank. And this is, once again, this is a community, correct me if I'm wrong here, Ted, but community-style bank, which is they're focused on the local communities and, in particular, businesses in those communities. You heard of the, you heard him mention the services. They talk about card processing and loans and that sort of thing, and we'll get more into that as we discuss things through the show. And we'll also talk about the current business climate a little bit here in central Florida. Ted, I only have a few seconds left in this segment, uh, but just, uh, just as a little tease here, how are things beginning to look here locally? Well, they're certainly much, much better. Um, in fact, exceeding pretty much anyone's expectations. We're not quite out of the woods yet, and we'll talk about that. But, uh, boy, things have gotten a lot better. Okay. All right. And once again, you can go to your computer and check out the website while we're discussing things with Ted. That's servicefirstbank.com, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Ted? That's correct. Service yep. First Bank. And once again, you spell service with two S's, one at the beginning, one at the end, S-E-R-V-I-S, 
First Bank, servicefirstbank.com. And please, while you're at it, also go to orlando.score.org. Sign up for the SCORE newsletter there, and that way you'll know everything that SCORE has to offer you and others here in the local business community. And please tell your friends and family about SCORE, even if they live in a, a different state, different city, different town. SCORE is somewhere near there to help them with their entrepreneurial endeavors. All right, so... We're going to take a break, and when we come back, you're going to be listening to Ted Shep, and he is now a big wig here in Central Florida. We'll tell you about his new position. <laughs> when we get president. That. That's right, baby. We'll tell you all about that and a whole lot more when we come back with What's the Score? And we are What's the Score, and we want to once again thank you so very much for listening and telling your friends and family. The audience really is growing, and we really do appreciate that. All right, Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito, the dual award winners from Score, volunteers they are, and myself, Christopher Hart, here with you today. Our guest, our guest, I'm par- sorry, <clears throat> pardon me, our guest is Ted Shep. He is now the president of Central Florida Operations. Did I get that right? Of Service First Bank, Ted. That's correct. And uh, so now. That's correct. Now, you were beginning to tell us a little bit about the Service First Bank. And it is a, a community. Is it? Did you say that it was based in Tampa, community oriented, based in Tampa? Yes, so we've been in Tampa for the past five years, uh, but the bank is 16 years old. It's based in Birmingham, Alabama, oh. um, and has offices in the Carolinas, in Tennessee. Um, Atlanta, Georgia, and of course, Tampa, Sarasota, Pensacola, and then brand new to Orlando. And the bank's uh, history has been to not make acquisitions, but to simply uh, hire, uh, you know, a bank leader, uh, hire bankers and just start serving customers and serving them well. So we don't have a lot of branches. We haven't made any acquisitions over the past eight years, yet we've still grown the bank from $4 billion to to $12 billion over that eight-year run. So, uh, But have, we have been in Florida for the past seven years. So a new name to Orlando, but not a new name to Florida. You said that uh, it's based in, in Birmingham, but it's just expanded into Central Florida. I presume that's because they like what they see here happening in Central Florida. Yeah, it's been very successful, um, the, the journey from Alabama uh, to Florida. It's been very successful for us in Pensacola. Our Tampa office is is a terrific uh, performer. Uh, we entered Sarasota just about two years ago, and that team is already up to about 14 bankers. They're doing great things. Um, so Orlando is really a nice next step for the bank. Um, it's such a dynamic market, and they reached out to me several months ago. We started talking, and the more we chatted, the, the more I liked it. Uh, it's a bank that, as I noted earlier, it's very commercially focused. We can do other things, but the, the principal reason that we exist is to serve small and medium-sized businesses and to do a handful of things really, really well for them, helping them grow and be successful. And this is something that uh, is 
going on, you know, because of the demand, I presume, here in Central Florida for services, because we've seen expansion of other community-oriented banks in this area, too. Haven't we, Rich? Am I recalling this? Yes. Yes. So- uh, there's a lot of uh, money that has uh, become available out there through the government, and people were taking uh, advantage of them through the banks. So, a lot of the banks have been offering incentives to come and uh, programs and that type of thing. And uh, especially the community banks like feds uh, have been very friendly now to small business. Plus, I think that uh, Orlando is growing population-wise yeah. Uh, yeah. really a lot. I mean, certainly from the time that I came to Orlando to now, it's like a whole new world. Uh, so, and people continue to come every day. So I think that's another, it's, it's a growing city. It really yeah, is. Yeah, we, we have so much in the way of job formation. Uh, Lucy, that's exactly right. We have job formation and we have household formation. Those are not, those are related, but in many ways, two different things. Household formation, you have a lot of people relocating to central Florida and, the more people there are, the more publixes that are going to be built, the more Starbucks. It just leads to, obviously, more housing. And so that was attractive to service first. This Orlando is a dynamic market, and it always bounces back strong anytime we have any difficulties at all, such as COVID. And uh, this has been a remarkable uh, market for many, many years, and it was very attractive to service first. What is unique, however, as you mentioned, is that service first is going into communities like Central Florida and basically starting from scratch, you know, hiring personnel and then beginning to build a bank from the ground up rather than, as you, as you said, acquire some other institution, Ted. Which, yeah. by the way, I think that's a very smart move because I assume that you are hiring people who have lived here a while and who understand the market and understand the people that live here and what their needs are. So I think that's a very smart move. Well, Lucy, thank you, and and um, it's worked very, very well for us. We we already have, have a team of five people. Uh, we hope to have twelve by the end of the year. So, I mean, we're coming into the market in a, a very meaningful, very meaningful and powerful way. Um, we believe that we have a business model that is incredibly friendly to small businesses and medium-sized businesses, and we are able to build it right from the ground up to build it correctly from scratch. And what I mean by that is, is to hire people that have a heart uh, to serve small businesses and to have the passion to help them be successful and to grow. And so it is very exciting for me to be able to kind of build a bank from scratch here. Uh, but having the power of a, of a $12 billion bank behind you to do it. So it's working. It's worked extremely well for us in places like Nashville, Atlanta, um, Columbia, South Carolina, Tampa, uh, been incredibly successful in Sarasota. They're setting the bar pretty high in Sarasota. Those folks are terrific. And uh, we're, we're hoping to do the same thing here in Orlando. It's been a great seven weeks, six or seven weeks. Uh, we have a big pipeline, and uh, it, it's it's been fun. All right. And once again, we're speaking about Service First Bank, service spelled with two S's, S-E-R-V-I-S, Service First Bank. Dot com is the website. You can go there and check it out. And obviously, if you would like a checking account, they can set that up for you there as well. They are 
the full service, full service bank, but obviously as we're talking about it today in relation to SCORE, focusing on the their services for local businesses. So you can check them out at servicefirstbank.com. And how many how many locations uh you know do you, is there on are there on the drawing board say for Central Florida? How is that going to play out do you think here Ted? Well, it's interesting because being primarily business focused and I mean very heavily business focused that's that's who we are and why we exist. Um, you're not going to see a lot of branches. Uh, I say that very candidly and, and proudly, to be honest with you. We don't have a lot of branches. And it's because of this digital revolution that's, that we're taking, that's taking place where businesses just don't need a branch uh, to the extent that they may handle cash uh, or, or uh, you know, could use a branch for that reason. We can simply work with uh, vendors such as Brinks that can help them manage their their currency needs. So it's, you know, we're doing so well as a bank on Wall Street, meaning our stock price, which trades at a premium to our peers into the banking industry. I think a lot of it is because we don't have branches. We don't have that overhead. And and not that the branch is going away. Um, And yes, we will have a branch as soon as we can get approved for one. Uh, we, We plan to have a branch just as fast as possible. Um, but you won't see us on every street corner. That, that's just not our play call. But we'll have a, an appropriate branch network and, and have the, the community covered over a period of time so that our commercial customers are within a, you know, a reasonable drive of a branch should they need one. And that's, I think that's an important uh, distinction because a lot of local businesses, especially small businesses, to be honest with you, are not well served by the big banks. Uh, certainly the big banks, and uh, sometimes maybe not even by some of the community banks when they're also focused on, you know, home markets and that sort of thing, real estate. But uh, so this is this will be an adv- adv- advantage to local businesses to have an institution like yours that focuses on them and their needs and, and what you can do to help them out. So uh, I do believe that this is a, a good turn of events for Central Florida. and. Being that uh, you're here, as Lucy said, you're familiar with Central Florida, uh, you'll be able to be an, an immediate impact, I would think. Ted? I think we might have lost Ted here just for a minute. Yeah, my, collectively, my, uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yes, go ahead, please. I'm sorry. I was going to say collectively, uh, our, our team here in Central Florida and we have like sixty years experience here in this market. Um, that's of course only going to get bigger as we add more bankers. But yeah, we have bankers already that have deep roots in the community. We're all very fully committed Orlandoans. Uh, we plan to be here and know the market well, and uh, we want to serve the entire market too. Chris, um, we're we're not here to serve a sliver of the market. Uh, we want to serve the entire market, and what I mean by that is not just geographically, but we want to we want to meet the needs of the entire community. Uh, we have a, a terrific, uh, vibrant, and growing uh, Hispanic business community, African American business community, uh, LGBTQ, um, as well as just all the traditional, uh, you know, businesses that we want to that we want to bank. Um, so 
we're not here to serve a narrow niche. We are truly a community bank. Uh, we want to be active and visible in the community, and uh, you, you'll you'll see us out there. We're we're not here to simply uh, cherry pick through uh, certain right markets. Uh, we want to be a community bank for the entire community of Orlando. Okay, we're once again we're speaking with the president of the Central Florida branch of Service First Bank, Ted Shep. You can find them at servicefirstbank.com, S-E-R-V-I-S is how you spell service, servicefirstbank.com. And while you're at it, please do go to also orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent SCORE newsletter right there. And you'll be kept up to date with everything that SCORE has going on. And don't forget the SCORE doors open up coming on coming up on June the 15th, where you'll actually be able to go once again into the SCORE offices in the National Entrepreneur Center at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End, just off McGuire there. All right, so we'll take a break and come right back with a whole lot more of What's the SCORE? We're back. We are What's the Score? And once again, we want to thank you so very much for tuning in. Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito, great score volunteers, along with myself, Christopher Hart, and today's guest, Ted Shep, president of the Central Florida branch of Service First Bank. And once again, you can find them at servicefirstbank.com, spell service, F-E-R-V-I-S. And we've been talking to, to Ted about the the services that Service First provides, primarily business owners small business owners here in Central Florida and other parts where they're located, like Tampa, and they're from Alabama, and they're in Pensacola. And But we also mentioned that they've come here to Central Florida recently because of the business climate here, uh, that things are beginning to really pick up here in Central Florida, and the demand and the need for a business-oriented bank is going to be more than ever with us. And so... Going forward, Ted, uh, I, I suspect that you're anticipating all kinds of new businesses here in Central Florida. Yeah, we are very, very bullish on uh, Central Florida uh, for all of the reasons that uh, that you can imagine from uh, just an amazing place to live, uh, quality of life, uh, the weather, the theme parks, and so many other things, performing arts, uh, Sports teams, we have it all here in Central Florida. Uh, we have come back from the Great Recession, from, you know, terrible things, and we always bounce back strong, and Central Florida is bouncing back strong again. And, of course, that's really attractive to a bank, uh, particularly a commercial bank. And as we mentioned uh, last segment, that it's also uh, not just job formation that's coming from Great healthcare, great universities—you know, so many, so many things here in Central Florida that are attractive uh, to employees and employers. But we're also seeing great household formation, meaning a lot of people are moving here from outside the state um, because they've discovered the lifestyle, they've discovered Orlando, um, and are maybe a little tired of some of the issues that they faced in places like New York, California. And we're seeing a lot of that. And so, yeah, Orlando is a great place to be for a bank. Um, the bank, uh, the, the industry here is also 
seen a lot of community banks go away over the years. Now, we're not the only new bank in town. There have been a, a couple others who have kind of discovered what we have, which is we need to be in Orlando. And I think that's a good thing. Competition's good. Um, but over the years, boy, it's been a big shrinkage of commercial, of, excuse me, of community banks in the state of Florida. And so, uh, you know, we know that people very much want a community bank in their life. We've seen it over and over again. We certainly saw it during PPP when the big banks sort of froze and couldn't figure out how to serve their customers. And they came running to the community banks who were more nimble or able to take care of them. And we want a ton of business uh, away from the larger banks. And people understand that relationships matter. And where do you get a relationship? Being honest, you get it at a community bank. So I love being with a community bank with some scale, too. We have a lot of, at $12 billion, we have technology, we have product, we have everything that anybody could ever want. And best of all, we have, uh, we have people that, that really want to execute the service first way. And the service first way, it, it may sound uh, hokey to some. I love it, though. And service first, it, I mean, what we like to say is our, our mission is our name. Our name is our mission. I mean, it really is. You can't have a bank named service first and not deliver great customer service every day, right? I mean, that's a, we, we have accountability built into that name. And, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's going to be good for Orlando, and it's going to be good for the community, uh, for, for us to be here and for other community banks to be here. By the way, real quickly, you said that it is traded on the market, on the stock market? Uh, correct. We're, we're on uh, NASDAQ, um, and uh, it's, uh, the stock has performed extremely well. Um, it trades at a premium to our peers, um, and it has been doing that for quite some time. So um, it's, it's a good place to be for, for our shareholders as well. All right. Uh, back to the, what uh, Ted was talking about, though. We were mentioning this at the beginning of the show. You have been seeing this business activity all along here at SCORE, right? A SCORE is a great barometer, isn't it, Rich, for what's going on here in the Central Florida business community? Absolutely. And, and remember, dur- during the heat and heart of COVID, um, we expected uh, – to not see a lot of activity at all. And in, in the opposite direction, it, we were swamped with not just uh, people doing business, but people wanting to start a new business. And so it totally, that part took us totally unaware in terms of our thinking. You know, we're thinking, no, we're going to get more of our old clients coming back and asking, okay, what do I do about this? And we did get a lot of, you know, how do I handle this grant? What do I do about that? But instead, we got even more of new businesses starts. It was incredible. And and we have beaten last year's projections already because of that. Now, that... uh... Unfortunately, that will put a lot of pressure on us because obviously, yeah. you know, we're measured based on volume. 
So now, you know, how do we match last year's volume? <laughs> That's going to be the real challenge. Well, I think I think you kind of hinted at it a little bit a while ago with with your uh, your question for Ted in that you mentioned the population growth here in Central Florida. Yeah, that that's nev- true. That never slowed down. And in some no. ways, what happened last year accelerated that as people wanted to leave other states and come here for, you know, different re- re- reasons, uh, all that's kinds true. of different reasons. So yeah. when you have more people, you need more businesses, right, Ted? And you need more banks. Yeah, that's, that is spot need on. more money. Uh, <laughs> that's right. No more banking. Yeah. Go ahead, Ted. That's exactly right. And, and boy, that is spot on, Rich. Um, the, the housing business here never, never slowed. Companies had record years. Um, in fact, we're seeing some, some issues in terms of uh, rising materials prices like lumber that are born of that, uh, that are born of the fact that, you know, producers naturally were a little afraid when COVID hit that, you know, maybe we should pull back a little bit. Um, and they did, but the, the demand never never wavered. So the supply and demand for lumber is a little out of whack at the moment, but that'll catch up. That's a really nice problem to have. And it's because people want to be here and uh, not just houses, but with more houses, as I noted, you get more Publixes and more Starbucks and more Longhorn Steakhouses. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, you know, it, it just all builds on each other. And of course, all the small businesses uh, that come along to serve that growth uh, which is really our bread and butter. And, of course, you... And more banks come along. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. No, and, that's right. And, of course, there is going to be that element of turnover as well in the sense that some businesses did not survive for whatever reason over the last year or so, and that will now allow for new businesses to come in and take their place, whether yeah. it's a brick-and-mortar location or a service provider of some sort. So, yeah. and that's... Well, that, that... Rich, that's exactly right, and we talked about that a year ago uh, on this very show. A lot of small businesses, we just knew weren't going to make it. I, I will tell you, PPP saved this economy. Uh, it was huge, and it made a huge, huge difference in the in the nation's economy. And certainly, we felt it here in Florida, where Bank Florida is number three in the country. PPP loans extended, so people took advantage of it, and it was great. But a whole bunch of businesses didn't make it. Now. That's, that's, that's sad. It hurts. Um, we all know people that had those businesses, and we, we just ache for them. But when you look at the economic picture, uh, we were talking about this before the show, about, you know, I, I eat out a lot. And everywhere I go, it's just packed. And it's, it, it's encouraging. There, there are two things, though. Um, you know, one, people are, are very confident to go out again um, because of the COVID vaccine and and they have money to spend. And two, some of this is because supply shrank, meaning there just aren't as many places to eat um, and yeah. many that will never open again. And so right now, um, you know, it, that's what's there, there is a turnover is the, the verbiage you use, Chris, the. There is a little bit of a turnover, but what will happen, you know, Orange Avenue downtown got hit pretty hard as an idea for restaurants, but somebody will come in behind that and come up with a new concept and it'll, it'll get back to normal. Uh, it's, it, it's certainly way better than any of us ever thought it would be. 
uh, when we had this conversation a year ago. It's just remarkable how resilient the Orlando and Central Florida and Florida uh, economy is. And I, I think leadership throughout the state and locally, I think leadership did a lot of things well. And uh, again, I think PPP was a, just a, a stunning success uh, in terms of what it was intended to do. And as you mentioned earlier, that success might not have been there had it not been for community banks and banks like Service First Bank, who were able to step in the breach and get that money where it needed to go fast. All right, and that's Service yeah, First Bank. Yep, yeah, that's right. All right, ServiceFirstBank.com is the website, service spelled S-E-R-V-I-S, ServiceFirstBank.com. And Ted Shep, President of Central Florida, is who we're speaking with today. And don't forget, while you're on the web, or on the internet, please also go to orlando.score.net. I'm sorry, orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And if you'd like to speak to a human being, not a bot, if you want a bot, go somewhere else. But if you'd like to speak to a human being, call SCORE at 407-420. That's right, 407-420-4844 for SCORE, 407-420-4844. And don't forget, the doors for SCORE open June the 15th. Limited hours to begin with, and but that's going to expand over time. So that's big news right here on What's the Score, and we'll take a break and come right back with more. We're back. We are What's the Score, and once again, thank you so very much for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show. The audience really has grown, and that is indicative of the power of radio, ladies and gentlemen. The more you're on it, the more people hear it. <laughs> That's really great stuff, especially if you would like to have your message on the radio. And the way to get it out there is call the great folks here at Salem Media Group Orlando. That's at 407-618-1760. They'd love to show you around the radio stations here. And with great radio stations, powerful signals, AM and FM signals, simulcast, they can really get your message to a broad audience here in Central Florida. And you just heard us talking about it. Right now is a great time to be getting your message for your business, your organization out there. 407-618-1760 for the great folks here at Score and now with Salem Salem Surround, they can also help you on your social media platforms and coordinate the whole package. So if you'd like to find out what kind of a package can work for you, call them at 407-618-1760 and tell them that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. That's Rich Jekyll and myself, Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Polito today, our guest Ted Shep, and uh, he's with Service First Bank. And earlier, Ted, you mentioned that uh, I think you said something like there were still some challenges ahead or something like that as we're beginning to get back to normal. Uh, could you elaborate on that a little? Sure. Um, I, I think we were we were talking about, you know, are, are, are things getting better out there, you know, or, or rather are things pretty much back to normal? Um, and you know, they're, they are, it's much, much better, but I would say we're not a hundred percent out of the woods yet. And I think that's important for small business owners to, to still consider, um, small businesses we find, uh, Chris are, are still very optimistic. Uh, you've heard from Rich and, uh, Lucy that, you know, they're busier than ever with startups. And, and I think small businesses have learned to prepare a little more for the unexpected, to run a little leaner, to have more reserves based upon what they face. Um, 
But at the same time, when I say we're not out of the woods yet, um, despite how encouraging all the signs are, I say that because there is a very tight labor market. That can be a sign of inflation. And right now it's very, very tight. Now, I think this will resolve once the government halts recovery payments. We've all been reading and hearing about how, in some cases, restaurants and other small businesses are having trouble filling positions and getting people to come back to work because it's actually more beneficial for them to not come back to work. And that's a problem that will resolve itself uh, here in time. Those payments aren't forever. Um, we are seeing, as I noted earlier, some rising material costs, uh, lumber, uh, which I think is a fairly short-term thing. Um, but those prices are rising so fast that several Orlando area apartment deals have been tabled, particularly in the low-income housing project. A segment which runs on razor-thin margins, and we so badly need in Orlando. Um, that can be a sign of inflation. Uh, the government, of course, has been pushing trillions of dollars into the economy, and all of a sudden, the economy appears to be pretty hot. The, the Wall Street Journal article today on the recovery um, is a must-read for anyone and everyone uh, about how uh, you know the, the, the recovery is like nothing we've ever seen before. Uh, it, it, the title of the article is The Economic Recovery is Here. It's unlike anything you've seen. And a lot of it is that households saved a lot of cash and banks uh, amassed a lot of capital. And again, the government put a lot of that into the system. But what that all points to is that can be inflationary. Um, when, when customers are flush with cash, they paid credit cards down to levels we've not seen since like 1980. And they're going to spend. And that's inflationary. So not to beat that dead horse. Uh, if all that bears out, inflation is a potential risk that points to higher interest rates. That makes it more expensive for businesses to borrow and for consumers to borrow. And that could that could stun economic growth a little bit. So um, I think paying attention to, uh, to cost, um, as I mentioned, running a little leaner, making sure you have plenty of res reserves, I think those are really good uh, habits. That, that small businesses need to continue having. So are things better and back to normal? Boy, it's, it's amazing. It's close. Um, and, and in fact, I think pre-COVID GDP is, a, is about to return back to, uh, you know, to normal. So, I mean, I think as a, as a nation, we're back pretty far. And, and with a rising with a, with a, uh, with a bullet, but at the same time, um, inflation could be something that, that causes some problems, and it's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be a real balancing act for, for our leaders to, to manage through, and small businesses and consumers should be paying attention to this. It, it, it's a great time now to borrow money while rates are still this low, because the year from now they may not be. You know, Rich, uh, what Ted's talking about, we were talking about at the beginning of the show, these labor shortages, or at least not, I, I, that's probably not the right way to put it, because there's plenty of people out there, as Ted yeah. was mentioning, but we just haven't been able to get them to come back to work, that sort of thing. And, but it's been a while since we've ever heard any references to sort of an overheating economy which can be in its own way detrimental, as Ted's been explaining here. So this is when you really need good advice uh, if you're starting a business or running a business, because you, these are, as, a, as we referred to the article there, these are sort of uncharted waters. Yeah, you don't want to get too 
too hepped up on this whole thing because uh, the there could be a slide coming where you have to think about uh, uh, the things that Ted is is saying here that uh, you know don't get all wound up over this thing. Yeah, but also be at the careful. at the same time, Ted. I mean, if you're in the you know if you're looking for a loan, I mean, you want to act while the interest rates are low, don't you? Yep. Yep. Exactly. And with the point I'm, I was trying to make, of course, is that inflation points to higher interest rates. And with higher interest rates, obviously, the cost of borrowing goes up and that impacts the economy because it impacts uh, small businesses. Um, I, I'm not going to expand if my borrowing costs are too high. So it is a great time to borrow money. And we're seeing that. We're seeing a lot of loan demand where people are wanting to take advantage of it. I think that's uh, a smart thing to do in terms of trying to lock in while rates are still great, because I think there is some risk of interest rates going up because of all the factors that I noted earlier. Once again, we're speaking with Ted Shep of Service First Bank. That's S-E-R-V-I-S, First Bank, Service First Bank. You can find them at servicefirstbank.com, servicefirstbank.com. And, but you, Lucy, you referred to the fact that, uh, you know, the, the capital is what really drives the business world, you know, the, the availability of capital, which is, once again, why it's important to have and why SCORE works closely with people like Ted and Service First Bank. That is right. And, you know, uh, I think Ted is absolutely right. This is a good time to borrow. But at the same time, uh, know what you're doing because you don't want to get too much into debt. Uh, you certainly, you know, sometimes when people have money, they start spending it without having a particular need for it. And uh, as he says, there is a, a possibility of inflation down the road. Uh, and then things will begin to hurt. And the one thing we don't want to have is certainly small businesses suffer this a lot. And uh, you don't want to become delinquent with your um, creditors because uh, when you need them next time, they're not going to be there and they're not going to be happy lending you money. So be careful with that. Um, if you borrow money, it's a good time, but make sure that it's for something that's going to be very productive and it's going to make you money down the road. That's why I was so be careful. Once again, why you need good advice, good counseling, and a good banker, good solid banker like Ted over at Service First Bank. Ted? Yes, sir. I'll give you the uh, Lucy couldn't have, Go ahead. Lucy couldn't have said it better there. Uh, make sure that your borrowing matches the opportunity. And uh, once again, um, we're just delighted to be uh, in this market as service first. Um, we are going to be located in Maitland. We hope to have a branch open within a year. Uh, it takes a little time for that paperwork to get through. Um, but we're here to serve the entire community. And thanks so much for having me on again, to talk about the bank and the issues that we, uh, that we are all trying to, uh, to resolve in this economy and to take advantage of it. I think things are really going well and hopefully they'll, uh, they'll continue and people will make good decisions at a time where things can appear to be a little frothy and people like Rich and Lucy are incredibly important uh, to help make good decisions and they should take advantage of that. But for the time being, they can do business with you online at servicefirstbank.com, right? 
It, you, you bet. Um, they can, and my phone number is always available to anybody at 689-777-2670. And again, we have a team of five bankers uh, already out calling and, and making loans and doing business. So just give me a call and uh, we would love to talk to you and start a dialogue. All right. And that, once again, is servicefirstbank.com, S-E-R-V-I-S, servicefirstbank.com. And the phone number again, Ted, please. Yeah, it, it, it rings straight to me at 689-777-2670. All right, 689-777-2670 for Ted Shep. Once again, thanks for being back on the show with us again, Ted. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, good luck. All right. Yeah. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Great to be with you guys. Yeah, we'll look forward to talking to you again, and you can tell us how great the business the environment is in Central Florida at that point. All right. So, once again, Service First Bank, S-E-R-V-I-S, ServiceFirstBank.com. While you're at it, please also go to Orlando.score.org. Sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And if you'd like to call with a question or maybe make an appointment, where you can actually come down to the National Entrepreneur Center and meet Rich Jekyll, you can call at 407-420-4844. For SCORE, it's 407-420-4844. And once again, please do follow us and like us, especially Rich, on Facebook. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. So that's not a bot. That's right, not a bot. Until I'm next week. That's it. Until next week, that's all for What's the Score. <laughs> 